Dan. So out in the distance, there was Dan waving his hand. No. This is where the tribe of Dan settled, up north. All Naphtali in the land of Ephraim and Manasseh and all the land of Judah, as far as the western sea, that is the Mediterranean Sea. Now, on a clear day, you can stand on this point and actually look out and see the Mediterranean. Today, because of the smog, the modern-day uh, curses that come upon us, the smog out in Tel Aviv, and you can it's sort of hazy, but on a good clear day in the wintertime, you'll be able to see it. Now, when we go to Israel this time, in the wintertime, it's the best time of the year to go. You really get to see Israel... Uh, the visibility is the best. When we go there, oftentimes in the spring or the summer, because of the moisture in some of the irrigation lands, uh, you're not able to really see that far, get a really a good picture. But in, in uh, maybe in the wintertime, we'll be able to see this kind of a view when we're there. The south in the plain of the valley of Jericho, the city of the palm trees, as far as Zoar. And the Lord said to him, This is the land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I have caused you to see it with your eyes, but you shall not cross over there. Oh, what a heartbreak. To be able to see the land, but not, that's, I think, worse than just saying you can't go and you can't even see the land. But to be right on the edge and look into the land and see the city of the palm trees in the Jordan Rift Valley. And it's beautiful and lush. And you've worked all your life for this moment. You've led two million rebellious people through the wilderness and you look behind you and it's all rocks and desert and dust and in front of you that lush valley which at that time was more lush than it is today. And Moses just looking out there going, oh man, what a bummer. Love to go in, but I can't. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him, that is, God buried him. Read Jude and you'll figure what that's all about. Jude verse 9. In the valley of the land of Moab opposite Beth Peor, but no one knows his grave to this day except for God and for a very prophetic reason, which is revealed, I believe, not only in the Gospel of Matthew, but in the book of Revelation, chapter 11. Throw that out at you. Moses was 120 years old when he died. See, he was just, you know, getting into adolescence. His eyes were not dim. His natural vigor was not abated. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab for 30 days. So the days of weeping and mourning were ended. Now Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of spirit, the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid his hands on him. And so the children of Israel heeded him as did or and uh, did as the Lord had commanded Moses. But since there has not arisen in Israel a prophet like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. In all the signs and wonders which the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt, before Pharaoh, before all of his servants, and in all of his land, and by all that mighty power and all the great terror which Moses performed in the sight of all of Israel. Now, the book of Joshua. The Talmud commentary on the law, says that Joshua wrote the book of Joshua. That's why his name is ascribed to it. There's been a lot of controversy, but because of the historic Talmud, we ascribe the writing of it to Joshua, except for a couple portions of it, a few verses and part of a chapter that we'll tell you about when we get there. Joshua was Moses' successor. He was his assistant pastor, if you will. He was the one that 
was really following Moses all the way along the uh, and being instructed by Moses all along the way, and finally took over for Moses when Moses died. Joshua was 40 years old when he left Egypt. He was a slave. He went through the wilderness march, which made him 80 years old, and by the time he was commissioned to take over Moses' spot, he was 80 years old. A lot like Moses. Uh, didn't really, wasn't really used by God until he was 80 years old. For the first 40 years of his life, he was trying to be something in Egypt the next 40 years of his life. God sh showed him that he was nothing as he was with Jethro and Midian. And then the subsequent 40 years of his life, till he was 120, God used Moses in a mighty way. Um, I'm sorry, Joshua in a mighty way. No, Moses. That's what I meant to say. Three sets of uh, uh, 40 years. Now...